The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is Big Sexy Kevin Nash, and you're listening to The Rough House. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 200 and... Is it, we're in nine? Yeah, I think uh, it's 209. Buddy, uh, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> oh, we, we, we are we are mid-holiday. Let's call this the, the, the holiday hangover edition of the show. I'm Marty. And I'm Christoph. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening, taking yes. some time, uh, you know relaxing after in between the holidays uh maybe you're working the the weird half week yeah. I, I know i will be uh because uh, i'm weird and and didn't schedule any time off but i actually uh, kind of i kind of like this weird in between time uh, i mean you can get some stuff done because everything a general idea. you're not being bothered yeah. um but you know i i had scheduled these two weeks to be off to sit on my ass and do nothing um, and then decided to move <laughs> during those times, <laughs> which we will get into. And we will, we in will get into bit. that. But unfortunately, there is, uh, you know, right off the bat, something that happened last night. News that broke last night as we were recording yeah. this on Sunday, the morning, Sunday morning, the 27th. Yeah. Um, in that last night, it, it came out that um, suddenly uh, to us, and it looks like it, he, there had been some kind of uh, a fight going on here, but Brody Lee, uh, formerly known as Luke Harper, uh, John Huber, uh, passed away yesterday, the 26th, yeah. um, and it was just a, a total shock to everybody because you know his, um, I guess, his illness, whatever it may have been, has been kept uh, from the public and rightfully so yeah. uh, i i would uh you know i would want the same but um but yeah it came out yesterday evening uh his wife made a, a very heartfelt post about uh him uh, succumbing to injuries or not injuries but uh, condition a non-covid related lung issue yeah. is how it was worded um so you know i feel like the 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 non-covid thing is a necessity these days right right you say uh, it, it you know it was a lung issue people are going to and rightfully so presume yeah. that that it's covid related <clears throat> um but uh, you know I, I i guess it's probably the smarter idea politically uh to to separate that because i'm sure some people would start going oh is AEW doing the right thing exactly. with covid but uh, i i digress i, I don't want to turn uh this this kind of eulogy to a man into me bitching and moaning about wrestling fans um but yeah, it was it, it was definitely a surprise. Uh, we had even talked on this show about uh, the the lack of of Brody Lee in in recent episodes of uh, AEW Dynamite, um, and we had talked about how the the word was he was injured. Mm -hmm. uh, but beyond that, uh, it, it seemed to be sort of a state secret. No one in AEW really really talking about what was happening, and um, it's clear that uh, you know. This this probably was why um, yeah that that there was a there was an understanding or a belief that um, things were were not going to progress well uh, 
uh, for Brody Lee. Um, you know, he is in. We we talk a lot about this. Uh, just just to to pull the curtain back a little bit. This is our second record of the day. We we finished our most recent episode of Schlegel Soapbox, which will be on uh, the Patreon um, and understandably so because it was our first conversation of the day uh we we went pretty in depth about some of the the response uh from backstage folks from fellow wrestlers from fans from everything the the real outpouring uh of emotion and very real emotion um you know not not to try to um cover a lot of the same ground but uh this, this is definitely a loss that uh that hits a little different than your your standard professional wrestling death, which is a horrible thing to say to to, to say it is standard professional wrestling death. But you know that this this is a guy who was young. He was forty one. Um, he was a, a guy who was really on uh, you know on on the way up to showing uh, what he really could be. He was delivering on the promise that mm-hmm. that his career had shown. So far, he was in a very prominent role uh, in an upstart company and really being given the ball and the ability to run with it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, his run uh, cut short here. Yeah, um, you know, the the suddenness, I I, I keep saying suddenness, but it it seems like it wasn't. And looking, thinking back at it, um, you know, if somebody... A, a main yeah, he was a main he headlined a pay-per-view against john moxley he was yep. a main event uh player he had a number of marquee matches against cody rose for the tnt championship he won the title yep. um on the saturday show <laughs> that was a big success um you would think in in retrospect it kind of makes you know you, you kind of put pieces together hindsight 2020 sort of way that if somebody's injured with like a knee injury and they're yeah. in they're that level on the card there could have still been some kind of vignette to keep them you know in the public's in the viewers minds uh, of being that way and now you know we thought nothing of it because AEW's roster is so stacked with people that it was like okay we'll let these other guys shine for a little yeah, bit and then it, it, it eventually like he'll come back phasing them out to to right. relaunch him as a even bigger threat which we've seen them do you know AEW sure. smartly phases people in and out for those right moments to yeah. re-add them to the mix it's it's not always a, a focus of hey let's get everyone on the card humanly possible it, yeah. it's about using people at the right time in the right way and it was easy to just kind of go oh yeah Brody lee will be back he'll he'll, he'll be in the mix right. he'll you know there'll be a thing with him and hangman probably because everybody's buddy buddy with hangman and you know he's yeah he's sort of stepping in in this uh you know this this idolistic role while the the exalted one is gone and and all of these things but um yeah, it's just it's it, it's really hard um, to process the the level of the loss. I mean, you know, beyond just as as a professional wrestler, because it's very clear he is and was a guy who was incredibly respected backstage, incredibly beloved backstage. Um, yeah. Whether it's uh, the post that that Bray Wyatt did on his personal Instagram account, uh, which not a dry eye in the house for that one. Yeah. Uh, or the, the thread that big E did, um, or, uh, Bryce Remsburg, because of course Bryce has a, a long history with Brody Lee. Cause Brody Lee first really came onto the scene, uh, in the late two thousands as part of Chikara. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just talking about how much their friendship meant to him. 
Uh, but really, th- one of the big takeaways from what everyone's saying is, is not so much necessarily about Brody Lee, the professional wrestler, but John Huber, the man, you know, a, a, a dedicated husband, uh, a, a dedicated father. Um, you know, there was, of course, the post going around uh, from Brody Lee's wife announcing his passing. Uh, and, you know, you just go on our Instagram just a few days before uh, he's not in any of the photos, which, you know, is is certainly yeah. sad. But, uh, you know, the 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 Christmas celebration that the kids had, there were photos yeah. of that. And, yeah, when I saw that, I, I yeah, I was no good. Yeah. And, um, you know, he he leaves behind, though, perhaps not as great a one, still a, a, a very, very notable career in, in professional wrestling. Uh, as, as a member of the Wyatt family, as a member of the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, as yeah. as uh, a single star who maybe not got, not had the trigger pulled on him the way he should have, uh, as as a guy who was in Ring of Honor, as a guy who was in Dragon Gate USA, as a guy who was in uh, Dragon Gate in Japan. Um, so in turn, there's even some international response coming out. I saw uh, Shingo Takagi uh, was oh, really about him. Um, he talked about how the last time they fought each other was in uh, Currican, and he had hoped that they would get to fight one more time oh, because, uh, of course, Bertie Lee was, uh, you know, it, he, he alluded to this on his uh, Unrestricted uh, or Talk is Jericho, one of the two podcasts. Uh, Bertie Lee was scheduled to go to New Japan this year. Yeah. He, he was, he was going to be part of the roster. And uh, Chris, this, this one I know is going to twist the knife a little bit harder. Had WrestleCon happened this year? Um, High Spots was doing a whole we're not going to announce the show gimmick. They were going to yeah. run Shingo versus Brody Lee. Oh, and, God. Um, yeah. <sighs> it's just... That, that, that's, that's what this is going to be. You know, he, his is a career... Everyone's saying, like, oh, you know, he was, he was named after Bruiser Brody, and it's so weird he passed away because he looked just like Brody, Bruiser Brody. He passed away almost no, the same that's, age. That's not where that, he got that, his name. That, that, that's not where he got his name. He got his name from no. fucking Mallrats. Like, yeah. le- legitimately, Brody that's Bruce. where he got it. Yeah, yeah, Brody Bruce played by Jason Lee. That's where he got his yes. name from. And and yep. don't get me wrong. Yeah, you can look at him and you can see a lot of uh, Bruiser Brody in him. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I I don't think the the comparison is a tasteful one because I, 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 well, I've seen a lot of that online in the past. He didn't look like so. that when he came up with the name. Either, right, right. You yeah. know, yeah, it was a little <laughs> more clean been cut with him then. for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, you know, um, it's hard. It's hard to try to find the words. And obviously, at a time like this, you try and look back to all the things that he accomplished. I remember, yeah. you know, I was there for a couple key. Wyatt family moments with him. Yeah. I mean, the debut happened at the Baltimore arena yep. on raw yep. when the Wyatt family debuted. And I was there for that. And that was, a, uh, you know, something that I'll always have with me. And then another one was when, um, Daniel Bryan for the night was a part of the Wyatt family, yeah. uh, with them there. And that was another thing that, you know, I could say I was there for, sure. um, you know, that moment, uh, God, was, wasn't it – oh, God. I don't want to botch this and say it was not him. But I feel like in last – not this past WrestleMania, WrestleMania 35, the one in New York, he came back in that uh, Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, right? Uh, yes. Yes, he did. He and didn't did. he like suplex somebody to the outside? Wasn't that uh, the spot Ali. with him? Uh, oh, yeah, oh, 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 that's what it was. He, he – uh, Ali did a dive. 
and Brody Lee caught him and suplexed him on the floor. That's what, That's yeah, what it okay. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that, that says so much about his skill in ring that, 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 that yeah. people were willing to to take that level of risk. Um, and and uh, also there's um, – some people were, were gifting it uh, last night. There's a match he did. It was the first World's Collide show that was done at mm-hmm. an access. Uh, it was him and uh, uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Yep. Ha- had a match, which is a great match. Uh, I-, I wouldn't be shocked if it's part of the the playlist that WWE Network put out there, uh, you know, to commemorate him because there is one up there of, of his great moments. Which reminds me, if if they don't have, yes, there's the Elimination Chamber six man with uh, yeah. the, the the Wyatt family and the Shield, which is a must watch. There was another one which was on like the debut episode of Main Event, which is. A fucking barn burner, like really? hands down the greatest match in the history of main event, which I recognize is damning it with faint praise, but it is yeah. a tremendous match. Um, if they don't have that in there, they should, or you can probably just find it on the network. Uh, and I recommend that. But yeah, the the match with him and Dijakovic is so great. But one of the things that that people pointed out were uh, his wife and kids were in the front row. Yeah, and and he takes a moment with each one of them before he does the match because that was his first you know TV match and. A very long time to do that with a, I think it was a torn bicep or, or whatever his, his, I think it was a couple of, it was like yeah. back to back injuries or something like that. Maybe yeah, it was like that. Was that was the match while. that made him want to ask for his release. Yeah. So he could get his moment. And, and admittedly the year had been a little snake bitten for him in so much as his debut was supposed to be in Rochester. It was supposed to be yeah, in front of his, his hometown. hometown crowd. And instead, uh, you know, COVID hit and it was in an empty dailies place, yeah. but that, that did not deter him you know he was cutting the promos of his life he was having the matches of his career um you know the, the he was showing such range not only being this uh what started as uh, a vince mcmahon homage and turned very quickly into just a, this brutalistic uh ceo almost yeah um but also showing an incredible sense of comedy uh in, in the bte like i, I don't know that there's anyone who yells fuck <laughs> if there has been anyone who just yells yeah. fuck with better timing and better bravado than Brody Lee did. Um, yeah. just it's, it's uh, such a heartbreaker and, um, you know, this, this is not one of those passings where you, where you sit there and you just kind of go, Oh, well that's a shame. And you, and you carry on like it, it lingers. Yeah. A bit. Um, it also didn't help that uh, I I uh, I watched Pixar Soul. Right, I was too. Yeah, yeah. I watched we were watching that. it simultaneously, not together. Yes, uh, yes. But we were watching it at the same uh, time. Th- evening. Th- th- man, talk about <sighs> putting me into an existential spiral. Yeah. Uh, a guy not much older than me uh, who was very close to achieving his dreams. Uh, losing his life and then watching an entire movie about uh, what your entire purpose in life should be. Uh, fuck you, Pixar. Um, yeah. yeah, just just a, a, a rough, rough way uh, to start to tie up the year. It has already been a year that God, has taken so much away from us. Um, yeah, and and uh, I, I will say, folks, I know this is a, a comedy pro wrestling podcast. We will get back to the funny, uh, but it, it I... I I struggled to find uh, the the space to to throw Goofum up in here. Uh, it is yeah, it is uh, a, a truly sad and tragic loss. 
Yeah. And, you know, to the point where a couple of weeks ago we lost Pat Patterson and, yeah. you know, we didn't spend as much time talking about Pat Patterson because yeah. we weren't really there uh, for the, the times where right. Pat Patterson, you know, made his on screen impact. I mean, yeah, the, the Stooges, you know, right. back in the Attitude Era. But, right. you know, of all the things Pat Patterson will be remembered for, the Stooges is, you know, probably not even top 10, <laughs> you know. Uh, but for, for Luke Harper, Brody Lee, you know, we have been ingrained in watching this business for, you know, the length of his career. So to see, you know, where he came from and, you know, where he ended up being the, what he accomplished, cause he it did accomplish a lot in the WWE, uh, not up to his entire potential. Um, but he, it did accomplish a lot. And then, you know, just to have, uh, him taken away when he was really starting to, to hit his stride here in AEW, uh, just, just, uh, <laughs> it's it it sucks. Uh, so as I'm doing this, Marty sends me a text. It's of a tweet, and it says, "Every time a wrestler dies, I get angry again that Hulk Hogan is still alive." Yep. And yep. cheers to that true statement. Uh, but yeah, uh, John Brody Lee Huber, 41 years old, passed away yesterday. And that was, you know, the oh God. That was the that was the second awful thing that happened to me this week. <laughs> oh, oh, Chris, do pray tell uh, as we as we try valiantly to transition out of the yeah. downer part of the show. Yeah, Chris, let's, do let's pray tell, this motherfucker. <laughs> do pray tell what happened to you this week. I want you know what? I, fuck it, curtain roll all the way back. Chris has refused to tol- tell me what happened to him this week <laughs> because he wanted to save it for the show. So with that. Chris, I'm going to hit my mute button. The floor is yours. I needed your your legit reaction. So you can unmute and chime in as you will. But, okay. So okay. here's here's what happened. As I mentioned on last week's show, I was uh I bought a house. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Big big personal uh achievement moment for me. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's, and uh, and, and long-time listeners of the Rough House, yeah. myself included. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 remember the lean times, Chris. We, oh, we 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 remember the struggles. We remember The, the struggles were very real. <laughs> the 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 reason why there was a 2.0 and a 3.0 directly related to those struggles uh yeah 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 i mean and i'm not pulling any punches here you know the working at 98 rock put me in a financial hole (laughs) yeah uh because i was underpaid overworked and taken advantage of and incredibly underappreciated I take part responsibility for that, for not leaving earlier. Um, but that's a whole other thing. So yeah, the longtime listeners of the show know how big buying a townhouse in Hartford County is for, for me, you know, yeah. cause I had been an apartment guy for a number of years and just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't swing it. But finding a new job, a new career path, um, working my way up and, you know, uh, getting certifications, stuff like that. I, I put myself in a, in a better, I'm not fucking loaded, uh, but I'm in a spot where I could, I could buy a house, which, yeah. you know, that's, that's adulthood, man. You yeah, know, you, it, it's a it, very big moment for you. It just came about a decade too late for me, but, but <laughs> it, it's here nonetheless. Hey, hey, so, you know what, Chris, 
uh, you're you're not alone in that. Just know that 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 I know. Uh, I know. I'm 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 sure you're hyper aware. I'm sure you uh, you know re- read and or listen to the same shit from NPR that I do. That this is a, a sitch that many find themselves in. But yes, uh, the fact is you've landed on the other side. So yes. nothing could possibly go wrong, right? <laughs> oh, oh, Marty, <laughs> my What's sweet up? summer child. What's up? So, um, the last time we moved, we hired movers, which oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I smart move. I, I you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, is on paper a very smart move. Uh, the n- not smart part of it was probably should have done a little more research on the moving company that we hired. Uh-oh. So pulling the curtain back a little bit, we I bought this house from a friend of mine who yeah. was moving into a bigger house. And, you know, we used the same agent uh, and a lot of things kind of, you know, we kind of worked in tandem and used the same people to try and facilitate everything to make it a little smoother. Sure. So I asked him who he was getting to move all of his stuff out of his house. He said, and I'm just going to blow up their fucking spot, uh, Harford County Pro Movers. That sounds like a name you can set a watch to. Yeah. You know, I looked at their website. The website looked legit. It was uh, affordably priced in terms of uh, of moving companies. And, you know, the reviews on the website, which I now uh, come to realize were most likely cherry picked, um, you know, were good. So it was like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll hire these guys. So they we, we settled on the house on the 18th. That was a Friday. They were moving out that weekend, the uh, 19th and 20th. We were moving in on the 21st, that Monday. So they had the movers come that Sunday, the 20th. And my buddy has, like, you think I'm a collector? (laughs) He is a collector. He had uh, probably more boxes of collectibles than I had boxes of everything. So he had a lot of stuff to move. And, you know, I I was moving from a one-bedroom apartment into a townhouse. He was moving into a from a two bedroom townhouse into a four bedroom house house. Um, so he had a lot of stuff. So I, the plan was that we were going to meet up on Sunday evening. I would come up here. We, you know, transfer the keys after they were done moving everything out. And then, yeah. you know, I'd be ready to move in in the morning. So I, you know, we do the podcast. I, you know, give them the afternoon and it, it comes to be like five o'clock and I haven't heard anything. Okay. So I say, Hey man, uh, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> what's, what's, uh, what's happening with this move here? And he says, oh, my gosh, it's a disaster. Oh, no. (laughs) Right from the start. Um, So apparently these movers, he had a four-man crew. um, And they apparently, you know, were loading very slowly the truck. And then at one point he said that they unloaded the truck and then reloaded it because it wasn't loaded correctly the first time. Always a great sign that they can't Always, do yeah. that they can't do moving Tetris, and their literal job is that That's, of movers. Yes, yes. So you know, not we, to sound bougie or nothing, but like, yeah, no, that's their fucking job. Yeah. Um, so, and they got there at like ten thirty a.m. and this is five o'clock, and they were still not done loading the truck for the oh, first no. time. Oh no! Oh no! So you know, we hang out a little bit, wait a little bit more, and then by we ended up coming up here around like eight o'clock. And they had just come back to start a second truckload. Um, So I'm like, oh, boy, I was starting to get a little anxious. (laughs) Then rightfully Understandably. Yeah. 
so, you know, we, he gives me the spare key just so that I can get in the morning to move my stuff in. I talk to the guy, the mover, because I'm like, hey, you're coming to my apartment in the morning. Uh, we're scheduled for, you know, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. What's the deal? He says, oh, well, this is going so much longer. We're probably not going to get there till 1030, which all, already sucks because, yeah. you know, you want to start early on something like 100%. this. 100%. And then he says, I'll call you when I'm – I'll text you when I'm done here so you have my number and I'll let you know for sure what time we're planning on being there. I said, OK, cool, and left. Um, did not get a text that night, by the way. Of course not. Why would you? And the – as I was talking with my my buddy, um, as these guys are, are moving things out, he says, yeah, these guys are fishy. Um, he's the My buddy said that they – told him that they were stopping the clock and that I could just give them cash for a discounted rate for the rest of the time. Yeah, that's the reaction. Uh, uh, for, for those not watching the video version, which is available on patreon.com slash podcast, I just did the thing a dog does when they hear a noise what? that confuses them. Yeah, he cocked his head to the side. Um, so at that point... All, you know, the majority of his stuff was loaded on the truck. So he essentially a hostage at that point and has to say yes. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what he ended up doing. So that's what happened on Sunday. Monday morning, uh, you know, we get up 7 a.m. just to make sure, you know, strip the bed, all that sort of last minute stuff that needs to get put together. I try to get everything in, in order for these guys, knowing what had happened the day before. Yeah. Uh, the guys don't get here till, you know, 1030. They start the clock. Uh, at 10:45, and I have a three-man crew because I have substantially less stuff. Um, so they start moving things out, and the the one main guy, the one I spoke to the night before, was the one. He's the guy packing the truck. The other two yeah. guys yeah. are bringing stuff out to the truck, carrying and, and lifting. Yes, yes. So the the one guy is doing an okay job of, of lifting things and taking care of things. The one, the other guy, the third guy is just this like he's probably in his late twenties. He's a hundred twenty five pounds. I'm like, why are you a mover? <laughs> you can you can barely lift things, and he's yeah. huffing and puffing. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, this is going to be a fucking disaster. Yeah. So uh, oh, uh, did I mention the part where they refuse to wear masks? Did I mention that? Yeah. Uh, they refuse to wear masks. So we're all doubled up on masks just to try and, you know, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that is like, like, yeah, bud, that, that at the very least, that that's a better business bureau uh, report. And I recognize the better, better business bureau is bullshit, but like that, that is, oh, 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 yeah. So there and, and like I said, I'm trying to like say, all right, take this box. I'm moving things. I, I'm moving things for the movers to try, to try and facilitate the moving, uh, the moving process of them getting the stuff out of the house. So, you know, they wanted all the boxes first. So we organized all the bo- all the Home Depot boxes first because they, you know, Tetris in better. And then the assorted boxes after that is like, yeah. OK, that makes some sense. Typically, I always put the big stuff in first and work boxes around it. But. I've only, you know, it's not my job to move or whatever. So um, they, you know, they they get all the boxes out and they start moving the furniture. And we don't have much furniture. We have a queen size bed, uh, three dressers, uh, a coffee table, a bar, and a futon, uh, and some CD shelves, you know, media shelves. Yeah. That's pretty much it for the furniture. The rest is boxes and bags and shit. Yeah. So, um, you know, it took them three hours to empty my one bedroom apartment. 
into a, a truck. Okay. So that's a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, so it gets it gets worse. So after the truck is loaded, um, everything's out of the apartment that I want them to take. And I was like, you're not taking my, uh, you know, work computer monitors, stuff like that. You're not taking any of my pop vinyls. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trusting you guys with that shit. Yeah. Uh, I put the, all that stuff in the kitchen. It's like anything that's not in the kitchen, it needs to be gone. Um, so they, they load the truck and then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out there, uh, talking to the guy and he pulls the same shit with me. He said, all right, so what I'll do is I'll stop the truck. And then, you know, cause the, they charged a, the company charged a 185 per hour. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, just pay us 120 an hour until we get it done. And then, you know, cause it's cheaper. You just give us cash. And at that point, again, all my stuff is on his truck. So I can't, there's nothing I can say. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a hostage. So I said, okay, Sure. Uh, I'm not happy about it, but okay, sure. So then he asks, um, and it's at this point, you know, going to one o'clock. He said, do you mind if we swing by McDonald's on the way there and grab some food on the way to the new house? And me not being a monster, uh, you know, these guys have been Please, please tell me you said, all right, and I will have, and the missus will have. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, so I said, yeah, that's fine. Can you pick me up a sweet tea? Yeah. Um, and he, he said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, and the, it's maybe a 25 to 30 minute drive, yeah. uh, yeah. to the, to the new spot. So like, okay, I'll meet you guys up there. I'll have everything open, ready to go. It takes them about an hour to get up there and they pull up and this guy comes out of the car with this whole spun story, uh, of, you know, we went to the McDonald's and the truck wouldn't fit in the drive through. So we had to walk through the drive through and then they messed up our order. So we had to give it back. And then we went to Taco Bell because they messed up that order. And then this whole pre-prepared story as to why it took so long for them to get up there. And remember that as we go forward here. So they start unloading everything and I have labeled the boxes as to in what, which room it goes. Um, they start unloading unloading things so they're unloading things and then um they say hey uh the the main guy needs to see you outside i said okay what's up i go out there and my two big um uh, media shelves like the, the yeah. big like 75 dollar ones right 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 my pops and dvds and such uh they broke they broke them in the in the move uh, because they're inept and don't know how to be professional movers. Um, so I said, well, what's the process for this? He said, well, what happens is, uh, I took photos of it. I'm sending it to the boss. Uh, just, uh, just buy replacement ones and then send us the receipt and we'll reimburse you. Mm. Sounds a little, sounds a little fishy. Yeah. So, sounds a little hinky. I, if I'm you, uh, I'm thinking, all right, the value of that is X. So we're going to knock that off of your, uh, your hourly cash payment. And you're now I getting why. Yeah. yeah no, gr- granted, granted, you know, uh, I'm I frustrated say, and, and, and you're and, frustrated and anxious. And also I'm yes. saying that, but I also don't like talking with people. So I just go, <laughs> okay, fine. Go ahead. I right. don't know why I'm Jerry Seinfeld in this scenario, but yeah. So, so then we, you know, they, I, I say, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll take it up with the boss of the company. So they continue to move the stuff off and then, you know, they get to the end and they're like, okay, uh, we're done. And I'm looking around and I say, well, wait a second. Where's the bar? And I look in the, in the kitchen, the dining room. It's not there. I look in the basement. For some reason, they took it down in the basement. It's not there. I look in the backyard. It's not there. I look in the bedrooms for whatever fucking reason. It's not there. 
our bar is missing. And I, and this is a, maybe it's maybe six feet long. It has like the extendable top. It has the yeah, wine yeah, yeah, yeah. bottle holes, two, two doors that open and the holes, of wine glasses on the side. It's nice. It's like a, you know, we paid like $400 for this thing. Yeah. It was one of the first things we bought when we got married. Yeah. And I'm like, well, where's this bar? And I go out and ask the guy. He's like, I don't remember a bar. And the oh the middle guy, the set, the the main guy who was moving things, was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that bar. I put painters tape on it so the drawer wouldn't open." And then the main guy goes, "I don't remember a bar." And at this point, I'm fucking losing my shit. Yeah, because I'm putting in my head together that these assholes on their lunch break had to have stopped somewhere and unloaded this bar because it was on the truck when they left my apartment. He tried to say, well, maybe it was left off the truck out the apartment um, and that he was going to go by the apartment and check on his way home and that he was going to call me. And at this point, I'm so pissed. I, I don't want this guy in my face. I was like and, – and, and also at this point, it's 4 o'clock and I have a trivia gig that I have to go to in an hour and a half. So I needed the shower for which I didn't have a shower curtain. I had to like kneel in the shower and like try and scrub myself, <laughs> which was uh, quite the scene. Um, oh, but um, but yeah, so I'm like, oh, just – yeah, go, go swing by because I knew my, my wife and sister-in-law had to go back to the apartment to get Xavier, the cat. Yeah. So I knew that they would beat them there. Um, to look around because clearly it takes him an hour to do what you can do in 30 minutes. Yes. So <laughs> I was like, okay, go check out the apartment, see what's going on. Yeah. And then the, they're calling and texting me like the bar is not outside. The bar is not inside. The bar is not, uh, by the dumpsters. Cause you know, just in case somebody saw it there and took it by the dumpsters, not yeah, there. Yeah. Our bar has is missing and stolen. It has to have been stolen. The cocksucker never calls me back. Um, and then that's, that's the end I hear from these people. So I give the guy, this was Monday, uh, and I'm stewing on this all night and all, you know, Tuesday morning, I I, I couldn't do anything immediately Tuesday morning because I had the Verizon guy here installing my, my internet, which I need for this and work and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, moving is just so crazy. I didn't get a chance to call the company till Thursday, Tuesday afternoon, the next day. And I talked to the guy that uh, I uh, booked the uh, thing, booked the moving deal with, and I start telling him that entire story as to how um, they relate, how they messed up my friend's move, how they extorted me out of money, how they're doing this off the clock and cheating your company, uh, how they stole my bar, how they're doing all. I, I told him everything, yeah. and the guy I'm speaking to is acting like he's outraged. Um, I don't know whether or not he was actually outraged or was just putting on a show and he's in on the grift or the scam or what. Uh, but then he spun the story about how he's just the guy who runs the day to day. And the owner of the company is in the hospital recovering from a surgery. And he has to take this up with, uh, with the owner of the company. And I said, okay, I will give you until 4 PM on Wednesday to call me, uh, and let me know how you're going to make this right. That's all I kept saying is how are you going to make this right? Yeah, yeah. I have two broken media shelves. I have a missing bar. um, and I was extorted out of X amount of dollars. Yeah. How are you going to make this right? Yeah. And I gave the guy 24 hours to call me back and he never did. So I am out two media shelves, a bar and a couple hundred dollars uh, for uh, uh, I was extorted yeah. <laughs> essentially. Uh, so I ended up calling the police. I got the guy. I got the three guys names. Yeah. The three 
people who actually did the move. Yeah. I got their names. I called the police. I filed a report with uh, with a, pl- a deputy came to my house and I told him the whole story and we oh wrote down God. sworn statements of everything. Yeah. I gave the deputy these guys' names, these three guys' names, the one main guy's phone number because he called me at his number in my phone. Yeah. And I, you know, I reported them uh, to the police as people who stole stuff from me. And that's yeah. – that's where I am. I, I haven't heard anything from the deputy because yeah. realistically there's without any kind of uh, – unless the thing is found on Craigslist or something uh, being sold, there's not really much that they can do. I mean I could file some kind of civil suit against the uh, against the company uh, or something like that. Uh, the guy still hasn't called me back from the company and I, I get it was Christmas and Christmas Eve and now it's the weekend and everything. But um, – I am uh, calling tomorrow, and I may just show up. I, I'll find out where this fucker is located oh, and man. show up at his business and say, I'm not leaving until you reimburse me for everything that has been taken. You're from gonna, the, the Steve Austin sit-in. You're <laughs> I, I'll fucking do it, man. I show it, up there. Is, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it was a nightmare dealing oh, with these assholes. God. And it was it was fucking awful. And I'm I'm out all this stuff and it stressed us all out right before Christmas and oh, they're fucking criminals. They stole from us. That is, that is so fucked, dude. That is And I, I, and, I and on top of that I still tipped them. Uh, <laughs> 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 Fuck, I wish I was that, kidding. I, I I wish that was the out. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh buddy so yeah that's why that's why uh, that was that was the story of of the great Kristoff move of 2020 that is that is so incredibly irreparably fucked well it's repairable if they just uh, give me all my money back uh, you know what that's fair that's fair because you can take that money and get yourself new shelves new bar i'll get some new, new shelves and uh, fuck ton of booze just to forget yeah. about it all yeah, well luckily i didn't let them take my booze i took my own booze uh, yeah yeah yeah, too, yeah. i had some booze well, i'm just saying just went... you, you need some newer better and stronger uh i i think so yeah harford county pro movers are not pro do not yeah. hire them if you know anybody who works there um they're probably a criminal mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and uh and yeah uh what is them. their what does their yelp sitch look like yelp Oh, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. Yelp, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't do the research and that, that's on me. Pro movers, Harford County pro movers. Oh, uh, two and a half stars. <laughs> You're um, not helping. <laughs> uh, let, 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 let's just, let's just see what people said. Um, uh, I know their Facebook oh, page is littered with terrible reviews. Fun part, uh, health and safety measures from the business staff wears masks, staff wears gloves. Social distancing enforced. That's written by the business, right? Because uh, <laughs> that's a load of shit. Um, what was the poster he posted that? Uh, no, no, no. Well, it, it, it's from the business. It is. It is okay, the information they uh, yeah. supplied Bullshit. for their COVID nineteen updates. Uh, there's a there's a five star review from June. Then we got mm-hmm. uh, Sam S in Perry Hall, Maryland, who gave it one star. I hate to leave negative reviews. I wish I could say something positive, but unfortunately, that is not the case. Would not recommend Harford County Pro Movers. Very unprofessional, slow. They will mislead you with the no hidden fee sales pitch and get you during the move. I wouldn't trust them. Oh, My experience should, was really bad, <laughs> and trying to reason with the owner is not an option. Um, Great. Two stars from Bruce A 
We used Harford County Pro Movers this past Saturday. Tom and his crew were very good. However, the quote provided was not even close to the actual bill. Uh, in fact, the actual bill is roughly 150% higher. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's see. Uh, <laughs> um, from June 2020, um, I would give zero stars if this was an option. It's a one-star review. Put it this way. Keep an eye on your valuables. Family heirlooms gone, including engagement ring from 29 years ago. This company should be investigated. Wouldn't even take my phone call about the issue. Cool. Um, Do they have a physical address on there? Do they have a physical address on there? Uh, good good question. Sorry. I'm uh, a bunch of these people throwing out five-star reviews, which is like, what the fuck? Um... I do not see an address listed. I'll find them. Uh, it says their serving area. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what what the website says. Um, you got a phone uh, number. It's probably something on the invoice. Uh, just says Bel Air, Maryland two one zero one four. I'll find these cunts. Oh, I I don't doubt that you will, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah, you, this you is will not something find, I'm going to drop. You will find them and you will kill them. <laughs> this I'm sure. Uh, hey, Roughhouse listeners, get ready for the Roughhouse 4.0, where Marty calls Chris for his <laughs> weekly allotted hourly phone call at jail. Yeah, pretty <laughs> gonna, much. Our, our podcast is going to start sounding a lot more like cereal. <laughs> 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 a, little, a little Chris, Chris adding on like a lot. It's going to be awesome. Uh, do you want to talk about anything else wrestling related? <laughs> what I don't mean, what what even happened this week? Where are we? Charlotte Flair came back. Oh yeah, and won yeah. The, won a title. Won, won the tag belt with Oscar. Uh, cool. Okay. Which undoubtedly is going to build to a match between Oscar and Charlotte for the Raw Women's Title at at uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania this year. The Miz yeah, okay. cashed in his contract and lost. Oh, he did. I didn't even hear that. He ca- the the opening match of TLC on Sunday was Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Miz cashed in and made it a three-way. Drew won clean. What? Did he cash in at the beginning or towards the end? A uh, beginning. Or actually, it was more toward the middle, if I'm honest. That's that's stupid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Miz Ma- is stupid. Miz yeah, is kayfabe no, no, stupid. Mi- okay. Miz is shoot dumb. Uh, Randy Orton set Bray Wyatt on fire. I did see Multiple that. Multiple A dummy. A dummy of Bray Wyatt. No, that was Bray Wyatt. He was set on fire. Uh, uh, and, and, and the next night on Raw, uh, Alexa Bliss warned him popping up in the ring on a fucking swing set. Okay. Um, here's something that I'm sure you're going to be excited about. The first Raw of 2021, which, of course, is happening on Monday, January 4th. It's Raw Legends Night. Oh, God. You, you, you want to know who's on that uh, show, uh, Chris? Let's, let's see. Ric Flair. Um... Shawn Michaels, uh, Triple H, uh, <laughs> probably not listed. So okay, okay, no Triple H. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure what Edge's situation these days. He's kind of active. What about Christian? Mm, no. Okay. Christian. Uh, 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 Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Mm, no. Okay. What about um, Golga? No, no, Golga. 
Okay, Luna Vachon's dead. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna let's see Bam Bam. No, Bam Bam's dead. Okay, he's out too. Uh, let's see who else. Well, Lawrence Taylor. Okay, all right. No, LT. What about um, uh, is Paul Orndorff still alive? Is Orndorff coming out? And Mr. Wonderful, perfect's out. He dead. Uh, let's see what other legends we got here. What about uh, oh, what about the Undertaker? Is the Undertaker going to pop back? Up? No, no, no Undertaker. Okay, all right. Um, are there more legends listed, or in, uh... <laughs> you you missed all of them? Here, okay, here, here's our list. <clears throat> Hulk Hogan. Oh fuck off. Rick Flair. Okay, yeah, I had Rick. Kurt Angle. Okay. All right. I'm I thought he was to... like, wasn't he let go? He was let go, but they, they'll still pay him once. Okay. Uh, we've got Beth Phoenix. Okay. Tori Wilson. Oh, wow, they're really just throwing legends around for anybody, huh? The Big Show. Oh, isn't he still an active performer? Guess not. Jacqueline. Okay. WWE Hall of Famer Jacqueline. Yeah, no, she she qualifies as a legend. No complaints there. Booker T. <laughs> He's always there. And nobody cares about him. Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, God. Mickey James. Okay. Isn't she still an active performer? I guess not. Tatanka. <laughs> what? Stop it. Holy Jeff Jarrett. Shit. Tatanka? Hold on, no, no, no. Don't just gloss over Tatanka. Noted right wing nut job Tatanka yeah, is going to show up. Gonna... <laughs> you think that'll get a guy not on the show? I'm surprised he's not getting a belt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, good news. There's still more. Uh, Lex we... Luger. They're going to run back the feud from SummerSlam. No, Lex parts. Luger. Okay. <laughs> like two... Jimmy Hart. Okay, okay, all right. I'm out from the south, sure. Ivory. Oh, Jesus. Carlito. Carlito? Okay. Legend? WWE legend Carlito. I mean, (laughs) he's the son of a Hall of Famer. The Boogeyman. Oh, God. So he's a legend. Molina. Oh, man. Are we getting... uh, Mark mm. Henry. Okay. IRS <laughs> also let go recently. Alicia Fox. Oh wow, she was fired, right? <laughs> she was. Hill Billy Jim. Oh my god. And finally, Michael P.S. Hayes. Oh fuck that. <laughs> fuck that guy forever. Uh, you know, <laughs> if, 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 if my worlds could come together, I show up at this moving company's place of business and Michael P.S. Hayes is behind the desk. I, 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 you know what? I know I just bought the house, but if I go to jail for murder, for murdering Michael P.S. Hayes as the leader of this moving company, <laughs> well all, worth it. All, all well worth it. All well, well worth, worth it. it. Uh, also on the WWE side of things, we have a new intercontinental, con- intercontinental champion. I saw that. Congrats, uh, Big E. Yeah, Big E won the IC belt in a lumberjack match, beating uh, Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Championship. This is second? 
Uh, this is Didn't his second it? reign. Yeah. Uh, his prior reign was way, way back. Long ago. Yeah. That was with Team Rocket, right? Exactly. That was when he was with Dolph yeah. and uh, AJ. Oh, yeah. When he was with Dolph and AJ, and we liked Dolph Ziggler. Remember that, folks? Do, Dolph Ziggler man. was a favorite. Um, yep. Also, this week, uh, Daniel Bryan declared he will be in the 2021 Royal Rumble, the first person to declare oh, such. Oh, the declaration season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where we're at. Uh, also, oh, I forgot to mention this at TLC. The Hurt Business won the Raw Tag Team titles. From the New Day? From the New Day. So, okay. uh, all right. Uh, I, I will say there's a photo shoot of uh, the, the Hurt Business with all the belts they have right now, and it made them look like absolute fucking stars. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you can at least look the part, even if you aren't booked as such. Yeah. I did see somebody put together a, a Photoshop collage of all the uh, people of color who are champions in WWE right now, and mm-hmm. it's legitimately staggering that Vince McMahon would allow that. Yeah, I know. Uh, he, he saw that and he just went, oh, we got to change that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see some belts change on Monday. Um, but uh, you know what? Because I haven't really hit too many, uh, although I did a lot of sound effects just now, let's go ahead and transition very quickly into... So we've got the whole New Year's Evil thing coming up on January 6th. They've added a few different matches to that. Is uh, Evil showing up? Uh, no Evil, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but uh, we've got a fight pit match between Tim Thatcher and, T- and Tommaso Ciampa. Weren't we just talking about that last week? Yeah, yeah. They, they're bringing back the fight pit. Okay. Uh, and right. we're so I guess a- it's Thatcher's match instead of Riddle's? I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he beat <laughs> okay. Riddle in it, so, you know. Uh, okay. And uh, we're going to get uh, a last woman standing match between uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley, which I assume is Ripley's swan song. I assume. I mean, if you're going to make something out of Raquel Gonzalez, this is a way to do it. Yeah, it's 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 the time. Uh, also, uh, Velveteen Dream's back, Chris. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw him pop up and I was like, <clears throat> no, not, not. No, very bad. Not good. He showed up and he slapped Adam Cole across the face. So that's his new feud. The feud that they already did had. that. They did that feud. Yeah, yeah. Years ago. Yeah, yeah they did. It was... You know what was actually surprisingly good though? Uh, the very Gargano Christmas segment. Stop it! I don't believe you. Uh, what was, was it? It was super, explain yourself. It was super entertaining. Uh, Johnny Gargano playing a piano while uh, Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, and uh, Q's sexual predator Austin Theory uh, were trimming the tree. Gargano, I mean, it was super cheeseball, because like the first thing Gargano says is, forget Elf on a Shelf, you got Gargano on a piano! I'm sorry, was that supposed to elicit a laugh? <laughs> I, I thought, he, he was very earnest when he said it, and I thought it was super cheeseball. Uh, also, uh, they quote unquote officially adopted Indy Hartwell, and in turn, who knew her new nickname is Indy Wrestling. Oh, god, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you ever like have a moment where you feel a, an, an aneurysm pop in your brain? Do you ever like that? That just happened to me. I feel like. Something just exploded inside my cerebral vortex. Well, speaking of weird segments and vignettes from the NXT side of things, I don't think we've talked about what they've been doing with Zia Lee and Boa. What has been happening with Zia Lee? So, Zia Zia Lee, uh, 
had a random series of matches where she was either A, squashing people, or B, being squashed. And she kept getting confronted by Boa, her fellow WWE Chinese superstar. Um, He gave her, like, this random sheet of paper, which shocked her. And then they they had these vignettes where, like, they went and visited this, this, like, abandoned warehouse. And then it turned into this whole thing where they were, like being tested and waterboarded and trained in all these things. All I know is at the end of the segments that they did on, um, on Wednesday, there was this hint of, uh, Zia Lee, uh, getting face paint. So I guess she's turning like Muda E, which okay. I recognize is standard WWE mysterious Asians yeah. booking. But hey, they're doing something with the Asians. So at least there's that. Sounds to me like Vampiro's going to show up to be their master. And, <laughs> fart right and into the microphone. Fart into a microphone and perhaps <laughs> show up cosplaying uh, Papa Emeritus from Ghost uh, as yeah. the evil Pope situation and uh, crash some light tubes over Zaylee's face. Now, do you think... Mm-hmm. With Legends Night happening on Monday, mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Do you think Boa is going to show up and uh, come to the ring around Hulk Hogan's neck? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a, just a thought. Yeah. I no. Know. No. I. <laughs> Got me one of those cheaply made Chinese boas, brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 shit. Uh, do you put him in a gobbledygooker suit so it's like feathery? It's feather boa? Oh, good lord. <laughs> Quickly now. Uh, we we have even more official matches for Wrestle Kingdom 15. Uh, as a week away, buddy. Yeah, we, we, we are a, a literal week away. It's going to be Monday and Tuesday, which means I'm going to watch it. Uh, I don't know when. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, we, we had some additional, additional matches added to the show. First things first, Kenta will be defending his United States Championship Opportunity Briefcase against... Juice, Juice Robinson. Robinson. Uh, wait. Hang What's on. That? Hang on. Juice broke his orbital bone on Tuesday. So oh, no juice. No juice so whatsoever. David Finley subbing in his tag team partner, right? Not so much. Yeah. Oh. It's instead going to be Kenta versus Satoshi Kojima at Wrestle Kingdom 15. Okay. Grandpa versus Kenta for some reason. Was Yuji Nagata tired? <laughs> yeah. Yuji Nagata is probably going to be tied up in, in, in the Rambo. He's going to be tied up in the, the yearly rumble. Um okay. And they're actually adding a twist to the Rumble this year. Uh, usually, New Japan, uh, uh, prior to Wrestle Kingdom, does this Rumble. And mm-hmm. the, the whole gimmick is just like, oh, look, it's, it's you know, the, the stars that, that aren't on the card. But also, it's yeah. like the grandpas. And, oh, here's yeah. a random legend and what have you. Uh, the final four this year will be in the first ever King of Pro Wrestling 2021 decision match. Okay. Uh, and that will be on night two of Wrestle Kingdom. Also cool. on night two of Wrestle Kingdom are two matches we won't get to see 
uh, as uh, there will be two offer matches from Stardom, which, of course, is the women's wrestling company also owned oh. by Bushy Road. Um, okay. So yeah, we're going to have uh, uh, Saya... Ka- <laughs> I'm going to fuck this up. Saya Kamatani, Azumi, and Utami uh, Haya... Haya Shida versus Micah, Natsupoi, and Himeka. Uh And then there's going to be a tag match with Mayu Iwatani and Tam Nakano versus Julia and Suri. So uh, those matches will not be on television, but will be there for the live crowd, which, hang on a second, breaking news. And by breaking, I mean this came out late last week. Maybe as little as 5,000 people in the Dome. Yeah, the Japanese government limited all live sporting events to 5,000 people, uh, so, which really sucks for, for Bushi Road in New Japan. 5,000 people in a 40,000 person building. I mean, you know, that's, a, that's, the, way to, that's the way to socially uh, distance yourself. Oh, definitely. Definitely a way to do it. That, like... Reactions in the Tokyo Dome always sound weird anyway because sound just mm-hmm. travels up. Yeah. Whew, it's going to sound like a fucking ghost town. Next yeah. Time. That's 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 truly a bummer. I mean, obviously, it's too late to change venues or anything. Um, they've already paid the rent for the Tokyo Dome. They're probably yeah. already setting up at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. That's a, that's a damn shame. And now to pull everything together. AEW, uh, kind of a quiet week because of the weird late night holiday show for AEW, which took place after the NBA on TNT on Wednesday. Uh, but high level, there's a few different uh, storyline bits worth mentioning. The first one actually happened on Dark Tuesday night in the waiting room interview segment with Britt Baker. Uh, it sounds like SCU might be splitting up. As uh, Chris Daniels was talking about how he may not have it anymore, and Frankie Kazarian told him, you know, I think you can still do it, but they made an agreement. If they lose on their next loss, SCU will split as a team. What about Scorpio Sky? I guess he's going to just keep running solo. And he's by running solo, I mean. Through walls? I guess by running solo, he's going to just not do anything. Because that I mean, seems to be their a number one plan for Scorpio Sky. Didn't he just yeet Sean Spears through a through a wall last week or the week before? But Sean Spears, and we'll sort of, let's talk about Sean Spears. Sean Spears did an interview this week on Dynamite, where basically Tony Schiavone played the role of you know me and told yeah. him, "Do you ever <laughs> think that maybe you're just not that good?" Yeah, <laughs> he was. Well, he he was all of us. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you, there, there's nothing that gets a crowd behind a guy like an interview where the, the, the one of the lead commentators just goes, you know, you might be garbage, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I think you suck, bro. Yeah. 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 yeah did, did you did you ever think that was a possibility that you're just a complete turd? <laughs> well, at least uh, Tully gets uh, relieved of his duties, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Mercifully. Uh, I. Slumming it. I. I. I don't know who this is for. I mean, I I say the same thing whenever there's anything with Sean Spears. I don't know who this is for. I really don't. Is Sean Spears a good hand? Yes. Can he have a good match? I guess. He should be backstage working with people or some shit. He is a... a, his, His greatest 
thing he was able to do in professional wrestling was throw out his hands extended to say 10. That was the oh, best I, thing he ever did. Uh, well, that and Mary Peyton Royce. I mean, yeah, well, in, in the professional wrestling ring, it's the best thing he ever did. And, and I'm not saying he's in good shape. He's a decent hand. Like, I, 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 the, he is not a poor professional wrestler. However, he has no personality. He has no personality. He he is he is uh you know he is a, a seven that they push like a nine, so it comes off like a four. Um, but he says ten. <laughs> yes. Uh, he the, the, there's there's no there there, and now they're doing the whole thing where like he's off the roster page and deleted his social media. Who cool. gives a shit? <laughs> who 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 at home is going? Man, I need to see what Sean Spears is doing. Like, hang on, this this was what my bit was going to be this week, uh, <laughs> until you know the the unfortunate news that came out. I'm going to bring up now, according to Wikipedia, the list of people in the AEW roster, and I will tell you who exactly I would rather see on television than Sean Spears. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I'm I'm going to try to point out the ones who are not on television as often as Sean okay. Spears. Um, so you know, there there are some of these which are are pretty obvious. You know, I'd rather see more Alan Five Angels. Yeah, I'd rather see more Alex Reynolds. I'd rather mm-hmm. see a lot more Angelico. Mm-hmm. You know what? Austin Gunn is definitely on that borderline. I, I may have had enough <laughs> of Austin Gunn. Uh, I'd like to see more Brandon Cutler on Dynamite. I would like to see more Brian Cage on Dynamite. Yes. I'd like to see more Butcher. I'd like to see more Blade. Mm -hmm. I would like to see more Colt Cabana. I'd like to see more Dante and Darius Martin. Yep. I'd like to see more Dustin Rhodes. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see more Evil Uno. I'd like to see more Isaiah Cassidy. Co-signed. Do I want to see more Jake Hager than Sean Spears? Ooh. I definitely want to see more of Jack Evans than Sean Spears. Yeah, yeah. I will say in in defense of Hager, uh, the Wardlow match should be be Mm. fun. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Um, And he actually cut a decent promo. Yeah, yeah. Shock of shocks. He's got it in there. (laughs) Yeah. He might be a piece of shit outside the ring, but he can get it done in the ring. I would rather see more Jungle Boy. I'd rather see more John yeah. Silver. I'd rather see more Joey Janela. I'd rather see more Kip Sabian, more Lance Archer. Uh, Bless you. Thank you. As I mute to sneeze, I'd rather see more Matt Seidel. I'd yeah. rather see more Michael Nakazawa. I'd yeah. rather see more. And again, I'm trying to skip over guys who are clearly pushed. Ra- hmm. Peter Avalon. Do I want to see more Peter Avalon or Sean Spears? No. No. no okay. I don't Sean, think you do. Sean Spears got the win on that one. Yeah. I'd you know what? After that that uh that uh Buckhouse Brawl or whatever, uh I'd rather see more QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. I definitely would rather see more Ricky Starks. Yeah. I definitely would Absolutely. rather see more Sonny Kiss. Yep. I definitely would rather see more Sepentico. Uh there Literally dozens of talent who are not currently on AEW Dynamite on a regular basis that I would rather see over Sean Spears. Yes. Oh, and of course, Scorpio Sky. The aforementioned Scorpio Sky. The yeah. guy the guy who they literally could make a main event talent, but instead yes. he's making a fucking podcast. 
that's that's the new thing they got. Yeah, they've been advertising it during the show. He's doing a podcast with. They have. uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's doing a podcast with one of the guys from Rooster Teeth who do a whole bunch of nerd culture stuff. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Uh, but isn't he like the least nerdy of the three? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Uh, according according to the the little ad they have for the podcast, he's a sneakerhead. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess I guess the idea is his nerdiness is supposed to counter the nerdiness of the other guy. I don't know. What I do okay. know is there's a lot of people I'd rather see on television than Sean Spears. And one of whom, unfortunately, I won't get to now because Trent is out of action with a partially torn pack. Yeah, that's a bummer. That is a that is a big bummer. I like that uh Trent is another one of those guys like uh, uh, a uh, Scorpio Sky when they've given him his opportunities to shine as a singles guy, I go, absolutely crushed it. Yeah, you you could get behind this guy, and yeah. like this is what the t- the TNT title should be. Guys like that, you know the 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 uh, much how the Intercontinental title used to be the the realm of your Tito Santana's, your your yeah. um, Rick Martel's, you know, guy, uh, your Mister Perfects, your Bret Hart on the way up, you know, those guys that. Maybe they're not your world champion, yeah. But they're damn fine at what they do. That's yeah. what the TNT title should be. Not that I dislike it being on on, on our boy Dabby, but I Dobby. I do feel that there's this big you know chasm of of guys who aren't on TV regularly who should be, and Sean Spears is not one of them. Yeah, he he really doesn't bring anything to the table uh, in terms of entertainment value. Um, so yeah, I I agree with everything that was uh, that was just said there. Yeah, it 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 just frustrates the piss out of me that that clearly <laughs> that, that that this is that this is the the angle I'm supposed to care about. I yeah. I I don't I I do not I do not want him in a boat. I do not want him with a goat. I do not want the Sean Spears and Ham. I do not like them, Marty. I am. <laughs> <laughs> there we go folks the dumbest fucking out we've ever had <laughs> oh boy the roughhouse podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee pizza rolls and the stench of dirty litter boxes follow Christoph and marty on twitter at roughhouse sgw at facebook.com slash the roughhouse podcast and at patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast for early access to episodes exclusive podcasts roughhouse redos and roughhouse divided movie trivia games new episodes drop every single monday on spotify apple podcasts google play stitcher tune in and wherever you find your favorite podcasts Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Summertime is upon us, and that means it's vacation planning time. Wyatt Family Bayou Tours is here to show you the true meaning of the South, the true meaning of fear, and the true meaning of leaving home. You will be given a sleeveless flannel t-shirt. You will be hogtied with tire chains. You will be given a burlap mask to wear while riding in a canoe made of bones sailing down a river of blood from non-believers eventually reaching the Wyatt family plantation where you'll undergo days of hallucinatory torture, 
violent cult initiation, and an intercontinental breakfast. Upon passing out from unspeakable pain, the one and only savior, Beret Wyatt himself, will scream you back to consciousness, where he'll explain to you, through his actions, that he is not just the eater of worlds, but the destroyer of asses. You will also get a limited edition t-shirt that reads, Bray Wyatt destroyed my ass and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. For an extra $14.95, you can get a commemorative photo with the Wyatt family in Bray Wyatt's Nana's rocking chair in a beatdown shed with alligators guarding it. Wyatt Family Tours accepts only human flesh as payment and Diners Club cards. Don't bother signing up. We're already on our way to deliver you and that supple little ass of yours to Mr. Bray Wyatt. Head over to wyattfamilybayoutours.edu for more info. Wyatt Family Bayou Tours. He's coming for that ass.